Dan Bongino. Welcome to the Bongino Brief. I'm Dan Bongino. So what would a real tyranny look like? You know, we mentioned a lot during the show, this idea of authoritarianism, tyranny, totalitarianism. But I, I think maybe what I've failed to do recently is to put meat on the bone and show you what it would actually look like. Soup to nuts here in the United States. And I ask the question, is it already here? Election interference, spying, all this stuff's going to play in today to what a tyranny would look like in the United States. Is it here right now? Real tyranny. I'm not talking about the stuff written in books. If we were living in one right now, what would it look like? It would have some hallmarks. Let's get to them one by one. Number one, the public-private self would disappear. I've said it repeatedly, right? There is no private self. You can be spied on anywhere, anytime by anyone. You'd find yourself on government watch lists based on your politics. These are the hallmarks of a tyranny. I mean, Joe, right? This is the kind of stuff that you can just read the history books. It's not, something, it's not Dan Bongino's opinion. It's what's actually happened in authoritarian, tyrannical, totalitarian governments in the past. Watch lists, government spying. I would put an asterisk next to that and say that is the most important thing. That would be number one. But isn't that already happening? The government spying and the watch lists. I mean, we've already known about the Spygate scandal. We know about their push for red flag laws. We already know about the Ministry of Truth, efforts to monitor what people do online. We already know about the spying on your metadata. That was already revealed. The NSA is collecting your metadata. So it's kind of already happening right now. I mean, we don't have to speculate on what a tyranny would look like in the United States if some of the stuff that's happening is happening right now. What would the second hallmark of this be? Well, abuse of law enforcement and selective justice, which is no justice at all. Meaning applying what you call the law only to target your political enemies while letting your political friends violate the law willy-nilly left and right. Sounds like what's happening right now. Showed up at the Stop the Steal rally, you find yourself the target of an FBI investigation. Clearly violate the law by showing up at Justice Kavanaugh's house in clear violation of the law prohibiting protests in front of judges' residences, and what happens? You're celebrated by the hack left-wing media goons. Here's another uh, abuse of law enforcement selective justice. We already talked about it. Peter Navarro, Trump advisor, he gets subpoenaed for BS over January 6th. Peter, uh, Peter Navarro fights back, finds himself in handcuffs and leg irons. He'll be on my radio show, by the way, next week. He had Eric Holder former attorney general, disgraced human being, does the same thing. Says, I'm not going to comply with this subpoena, finds himself a hero on the left, an icon amongst the media. Selective justice, private public self, disappearing, spying. Sounds like that's happening right now. Three, political violence, right? Any tyranny needs jackbooted thugs, political violence. Well, one of the jackbooted thugs showed up in front of Justice Brett Kavanaugh's house last night, Supreme Court justice, or the night before early morning night, 1 a.m., with a handgun, what, some zip ties, duct tape, whatever, getting ready to what, torture and kill Justice Kavanaugh, his family? Think the media would kind of give it a day off and let Justice Kavanaugh's family kind of sleep peacefully wherever they are? We don't even know if they're at the house. Nope, nope. Bunch of lunatics showed up in front of his house again. I got that video coming right up. So spying, abusive law enforcement, political violence. Sounds like it's happening right now. What would be number four? 
violations of process everywhere. Due process, electoral process. He who counts the vote matters most, right? Well, we've already seen massive due process violations on January 6th. People find themselves in jail for now. It's going to be a year soon for trespassing. Yeah, Antifa, BLM, burned down cities, and nobody seems to care about that. An NFL coach brought this up and was forced at the end of a barrel of a political gun to apologize, of course. And then, of course, we have elections. I've been interviewing Mo Brooks and Chris Hayes coming up, which is terrific, where Mo Brooks, Republican candidate for U.S. Senate in Alabama, challenges goon Chris Hayes, hack, to a debate, and Chris Hayes runs away like a cowardly little chump like he's always been. Due process violations. All over the place. We don't need to guess what a tyranny looks like. It's here right now. It's happening right now. More in a minute, but first. With cyber attacks on the rise, protecting your data security is more important than ever. So why is Congress considering a law that puts your data at greater risk of being hacked and exposed to foreign networks? The Durbin Marshall credit card bill shifts billions in consumer spending to less secure payment networks, all so that corporate mega stores can make bigger profits. Don't let Durbin Marshall steal your data. Visit handsoffmyrewards.com security and tell your senators to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Paid for by Electronic Payments Coalition. If you're looking for a firearm that's easy to transport, you got to check out the U.S. Survival Rifle from Henry Repeating Arms. It's a portable rifle you can put together and take apart in a few minutes. And then when you're not using it, you can store the parts in the little case it comes in. It's so small, it can be stored anywhere, in a go bag, anywhere. It's light enough to carry everywhere. Comes in black and two different camo patterns. You can pick one up for three dollars to $400, depending on the finish. You can watch a few videos at henryusa.com survival. And while you're there, be sure to order their free catalog. Henry makes more than 200 rifles, shotguns, and revolvers, and they're all made in America, backed by a lifetime satisfaction guarantee and the best customer service in the business. Go to their website. It's henryusa.com, and be sure to order a free catalog. They'll send it with free decals on a list of dealers in your area. That's henryusa.com for a free catalog and decals and to see the Henry U.S. Survival Rifle. Folks, here's what I mean. It was a really shocking appearance last night by Senator Josh Hawley. Shocking to some, not shocking to me because we predicted this on the Tucker Carlson show. Now, what's one of the hallmarks of a tyranny? Spying. Spying and monitoring of citizens. You know that. Everybody knows it. It's not a matter of my opinion. It is a matter of fact. Every tyrannical, totalitarian, empire, monarchy, king, dictator, whatever, commandante, whatever it is, has spied on their citizens. Keep me, keep me control, man. You got to do that. Keep them deplorable smellies under control. Well, now we find out Josh Hawley got some uh, FOIA requests together. He's a Republican senator from Missouri. And he found out that the Ministry of Truth, which we were assured, Joseph, if you remember, by the Biden administration at DHS, had nothing to do with monitoring U.S. citizens or censoring them. And, and Joe and I were like, we gave them the double-barreled thumb up. Sure it is. Of course it was about monitoring and censoring you. I mean, that's obviously what they do. Well, now, of course, they got some paperwork showing that that's true. If you wanted to talk about elections, if you wanted to talk about the vaccine, if you wanted to talk about masks, they were going to target you. Which is, of course, obviously a First Amendment violation, but they don't really care because they're tyrants. Here, check this out. Calm down, conspiracy nut, Joe Biden told us recently. My disinformation board is going to focus on foreign sources of 
disinformation. It's not aimed at the domestic population. Well, thank heaven for Senator Josh Hawley, because he just got whistleblower documents showing that is, of course, a total lie. The memos Hawley obtained showed the board was created in part to monitor domestic speech, conspiracy theories about the validity and security of elections and COVID vaccines. <laughs> if you question the COVID vaccines, right, you need to be monitored. The board was also working on a partnership with Twitter to suppress unauthorized opinions of many stripes. Josh Hawley is, of course, a senator from Missouri. He joins us tonight with these documents. Senator, thanks so much for coming in and for doing this. So this was aimed, tell me if I'm mischaracterizing this, at our population. Yeah, that's exactly right. As it turns out, Tucker, the people that the Biden administration thinks are the real threat to America, it's not the drug cartels, it's not foreign threats, it, it's you, it's the American people. Yeah. If you have questions about COVID, if you have questions about COVID masks, if you have, if you have questions about the COVID vaccine, this administration wanted you to be monitored. This disinformation board was set up to go after you. That's what the documents say. That's exactly what the documents say. You're going to question the vaccine. You're going to question masks. You're going to question elections. You know, you thought you lived in a free state, a constitutional republic with free and open and fair discourse, where you were allowed to ask freaking questions. Well, you thought wrong. The government right in front of our face was establishing a ministry of truth a disinformation entity to monitor and censor you. We warned you. We were told, of course, it was a conspiracy theory. And we were right again. Here is the home for truth. You come here, you will be ahead. We see around corners here all the time. Not because we're the Stygian witches. Not because we're Karnak from the Johnny Carson show. But because I know what tyrants look like. They always take their masks off. Censorship is the hallmark of the left. Keep your head on a swivel around these people. They are dangerous, destructive people. They are dangerous. I can't emphasize this enough. They are not kidding. This is not a game. And they lie all the time about everything. Here was Saki's replacement, Corrine Jean-Pierre, caught lying about the Ministry of Truth, which we now know was designed as a domestic censorship board. Lying. Check this out. Neither uh, Nina Jankowicz nor the board have anything to do with the censorship or with removing content from anywhere. Their role is to ensure that national security officials are updated on how misinformation is affecting the, treat, the, threat, the threat environment. Uh, she, uh, she has strong credentials and a history of calling out misinformation from both the left and the right, and that's, uh, and that's our focus. Calling out misinformation from the left and the right. That's interesting. I don't see her doing a lot of that misinformation from the left stuff. So are promoting a lot of garbage. Here's another one. Here is the disinformation minister who has uh, since uh, resigned the position, Nina Jankowitz. Here when she was caught, she plays the game the left is going to play with this show and always does. When you call the left out for their obvious, tyrannical bent, obvious censorship, violence, what do they do? They turn around just like they will with this show. Hippogito's conspiracy mongering to scare people. I'm telling you the truth. They don't want you to see the truth. They think they can quiet me down. You will never, ever, ever quiet me down. Ever. Here's Nina Jankowitz playing that exact game. Saying, oh my gosh, listen, they exposed me for what I was going to do. 
I was going to monitor Americans' traffic. And gosh, I'm the victim. I got death threats. I just played for you a threat the other day. There was just a lefty who showed up at Kavanaugh's house with a gun. And they're the victims here? Check this out. We created unintentionally an information vacuum that was filled with falsehoods and frankly directed a lot of vitriol um, and digging into my own personal life that I think was entirely disproportionate to the amount of power that I had at the department. These decisions were being made at a much higher level than mine. And as a result, you know, my family and I have faced threats almost every day for the past three weeks. You see how they play the victim all the time? These people do nothing but spew misinformation all the time. And then when when we expose them, this I mean, you want to talk about the hallmark of a genuine tyranny. When you expose the tyrants, the tyrants turn it around on you and do the dipsy do flipperoo. Now, one of the things this disinformation ministry was designed to target was anyone questioning the 2020 election, which 2000 mules has blown the door off the ballot harvesting scheme. We have covered it. We've had Dinesh on the radio show twice. We have had, we've covered it on this show repeatedly. We had almost an entire show dedicated to it, a weekend interview show, 2000 mules, my platform rumble. We were, we played the video on locals, which we, uh, which we own 2000 mules has blown the door off it. They don't want you to know the truth about the schemes they were pulled in 2020. So they wanted to shut you down using Nina Jankowitz, the very hallmark of a tyranny. I want to play just a portion of this supercut, how the Democrats, again, they are the party that has always questioned elections. They lose it. Here's a supercut, hat tip Grabian. This is Obama, Ron Klain, Biden's chief of staff, Biden himself, and Hillary, all questioning elections. But when they do it, ladies and gentlemen, it's A-OK. Remember, what was part two of uh, the hallmarks of a tyranny? Part two, abuse of law enforcement and selective justice. Selective justice. You talk about elections, sick the disinformation board on them. They talk about elections and election scams and election schemes. They say whatever they want. Perceived election scams, it's A-OK. Here, check this out. Here it is right here. It was a process that was rigged against us. We actually won the last presidential election, folks. They stole the last presidential election. As we look at our election system, I think it's fair to say that there are many legitimate questions about its accuracy, about its integrity. How are you going to keep it from us being able to be in a position where you can manipulate the machines, manipulate the records? In Virginia, when I was governor, I had to replace all the machines. Too many voters have cast votes on machines that jam or malfunction or suck the votes without a trace. Sounds like the kind of thing Republicans were talking about, but when Republicans talk about it, eh, I don't know, sick Nina Jankowitz on him, scary Poppins, maybe she'll sing a show tune or something like that. Folks, folks, people are catching on. Selective enforcement of the law, abuse of the process, spying, due process violations, selective targeting of people. You don't have to ask what a tyranny looks like. You're living in one right now, folks, right now. This is NFL uh, defensive coordinator, uh, Jack Del Rio. Jack's a good man. Jack's got a lot of guts, you know, since kind of put an apology out there, which I don't think he had to do. It doesn't matter. The left doesn't care and the right will wonder why you apologize. So it doesn't really matter. But Jack Del Rio brought up some interesting questions yesterday. We need more people with cultural capital to start asking questions like this. Jack Del Rio is like, listen, you know, I watched a bunch of BLM Antifa people. You know, I watched them burn down the uh, 
burn down these neighborhoods and stuff. I didn't see much happen to them. We allowed to ask questions about that. You know, January 6th, you had this thing happen. All these people found themselves thrown in prison. Where are the BLM Antifa people in prison? Of course, the cancel culture tyrants and nutbags went after them right away because, you know, we're not allowed to put the truth out there. Tyrants hate the truth. Watch for yourself. Why are we not looking into those things? We're going to talk about it. Why are we not looking into those things? Because it's kind of hard for me to say I can realistically look at it. I see the images on TV. People's livelihoods are being destroyed. Businesses are being burned down. No problem. And then we have a dust up at the Capitol. Well, there's nothing burned down. And we're not going to talk about We're going to make that a major deal. I just think it's kind of two standards. And if we apply the same standard and we're going to be reasonable with each other, let's have a discussion. That's all it was. Let's have a discussion. He's had to walk that back a bit, which I strongly disagree with. Jack, don't do it. I love Jack Del Rio. He's a great guy. He mildly walked it back. Don't walk it back. Don't walk it back. It's too important of a time. We need people with cultural capital like you to speak the truth. Is there a standard? If the standard is you set fires and attack government buildings like leftists and Antifa did to the Oregon courthouse and you go to jail on terrorism charges and stay there forever, and that's the standard for everyone, good. Good. Let's do that. But don't stop asking questions, Jack, please. Folks, law and process is clear. In a constitutional republic, you have law and you have process. The law is clear. It is illegal to show up and protest in front of a judicial officer's house. Yet after some lunatic showed up at Brett Kavanaugh's house, this is very sensitive to me, folks. I did this for a living for a long time with a gun, with tactical equipment, with duct tape. What was he planning to do? The same day this happened, a bunch of lunatic protesters flipped America, the double-barreled, non uh, well, if that's the family-friendly middle finger, but I assure you, they weren't giving you the family-friendly, showed up in front of Kavanaugh's house telling you, you live in a tyranny. We can do whatever we want, break the law in front of your face on the same day a guy's locked up for attempting to murder the guy in that house. Justice Kavanaugh, and we are going to stick it in your face and not a damn freaking thing is going to happen to us. Now, do you see where they want to hide the truth? When I expose stuff like this, it drives them mad. I'm telling you, I see them seething. I see them foaming. I see them doing this because they hate the fact that I bring the receipts every single time. The Dan Bongino Show. If you'd like to hear more, subscribe to The Dan Bongino Show, wherever you get your podcasts.